Hey, just like you, noise. I can see I can see money just going. <laughs> Every time they swing the hammer, five bucks, ten bucks, fifteen bucks. Hello, my friends. Thank you for joining us for the PebCAC podcast, a weekly information security show featuring some all-around good people. It's week two of 2024. I'm Chris Louie, and my abs are sore from the January body weight challenge. With me, I have my co-host, Havoc the Mouthpiece, who never lets me skip a day of the challenge. Yeah, the uh, the body weight challenge is this, we're trying to figure out how much weight we can gain in January. And uh, Wait. So when he says his abs hurt, it's just because he's been eating so much. The belly's been stretching. <laughs> yes. He's distended. No, actually, what is it? What is the, uh, the body weight challenge, Chris? It's a thing that Brian put together, so it's Brian... Glenn, friend of the show, Victor DeLuca, and myself, and every day for the month of January, so we're doing dry January, but we're doing the bodyweight challenge, it's 100 push-ups, 100 squats, 100 sit-ups, and for those who have a pull-up bar, 20 pull-ups, but I don't have one, so I've been substituting burpees instead. Yeah. And then this also, this invite extends to everyone listening to the show, so jump in. Even though you're a week late, that's okay. We want you to participate. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, just a one question on that, right? Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I did, I don't know if I did the squats. I did leg lunges. That counts too, right? doesn't matter as long as you're moving your ass, right? And your legs. Excuse me. Did I say that out loud? Yeah, but yeah. I guess you do whatever you want. Yeah. I, yeah. The body weight, like what I love about it is like, it's like a great warm up. I, I yeah. the gym. I'm like all lethargic. I'm like, ah. And then I do this and like 10 minutes later, I'm like, damn it. I'm ready to go. Well, it's up. funny. What's funny is you guys are setting these confirmation things that you guys are doing it. Deech does his in like eight minutes, you know, and here I am. I'm sweating after like 40 minutes and I still can't get through the first one. <laughs> I take my time. I do yeah. five sets of 20. Yeah. I did three sets of 33 and then one of 34. Uh, to yeah. And then I, then I look closer and then he's just like, he, he did two sets of 10 on the pull up. So today I was like, man, F this dude. I'm doing 12 pull ups. <laughs> oh, he's got a one up, everybody, right? Yeah. Pretty much. Nice. Nice. The bad news is I've had to do mine in the evening. So, because just the morning's just too rough and crazy. Yeah. I usually do mine when the kids are in bed already, too. Yeah. I don't know if I could do, I don't know if I could work out at night anymore. I think I'm just a morning guy. Yeah. Probably. And Probably. we have Glenn Medina, or should we call him Bob the Builder? I can fix it. Ho, 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 ho. <laughs> Is that oh, how geez. he does it, right? <laughs> have, right? You, have you does even that, swung a hammer it? yet? Or are you just paying for people to do this? Man? I swing a hammer every day, Brian. You really? It's a big, yeah, that's a big one. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> oh, uh, Chris, guess. we do hear the echo, by the way. So there's that. Yeah. yeah. It's I'll, a small one. I'll have to work on that and get rid of that. You either you get some soundproofing or get some carpets or something. I think I think you got to put the chicken hat on. That, that'll that help. Or the turkey hat on. That'll help you yeah. the echo. Yeah, it will. I'll absorb some of the sound. Chris is broadcasting from his mansion. Yes. Need, his need to get my, my artwork up, my Monet's and Van Gogh's, all those art, all that artwork. I got to hang it. I haven't hung, hung it yet. The funny part is it's probably mayonnaise and dance something else that i can't think of <laughs> you got the knockoffs the knockoffs yeah no guess this week but we do have some interest so if we can get our schedules aligned we'll have more on this year 
combined, we have decades of information security experience here, not just to educate, but to entertain. We've got our usual four awesome stories for you this week, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Well, gentlemen, did anything important happen while we were on break in December? Yeah, I had a, a friend that got ransomware. I think what? I told you guys about it. Yeah, that's oh, no yeah, that's fun. Right. That's yeah, he, fun. he's got a little little medical practice. It kind of sucks because he does work for like a large hospital, but he's like, uh, I don't know if he's 1099, but he runs his own thing within the hospital, probably because it benefits him. But unfortunately, uh, you know, there's a snake in the grass got in and he's like, oh, damn, I got to notify people. I'm like, yeah, most likely if it, it matches PHI. And then. He had never heard of cyber uh, security insurance before, but then again, like it was like it's like the way it works is like it's like him and like eight other dudes or girls, maybe I have no idea to ask, are kind of like running the show, and then they have about fifty employees that work directly for them, and then the ransomware was asking for for sixty grand, which doesn't seem like a lot of money at first. When he's telling me, he's like, "Yeah, no problem, make the hospital pay for it, right?" You know, like negotiate it. He's like, "He's like, no, this is coming out of my." my pocketbook along with eight other guys. I'm like, Ooh, that's, Ooh. that's rough. But that's, yeah. that's cheap. It's, it comes out to about $8,000 a person then at that point. Right. Not that bad. Not that bad, but still. <laughs> that's right? I mean, you get the data back too, right? Yeah. That's what yeah, the FBI says. Don't yeah. pay. And Chris yeah. is like, so do I, or I'm sorry. He asked me, he goes, so can I trust him? I was like, yeah, that's one of the questions we ask all the time. I don't know, man. I was like, you need to find out the name of this ransomware group. Uh, yeah. I said, I'll do my due diligence. And then uh, surprisingly, though, his little IT guy had already reached out to the FBI and stuff. But yeah, I, I think that's they did. long gone. You should check yeah, out like the... that that group, No More Ransom. They have like free decryptors. If the ransomware group has a weakness in their encryption, there might be a free decryptor on there. Yeah. But, the, but I mean, I, what, what, pretty brilliant what do you think to go after a little hospital. What do you think he place. is on the priority list for the FBI, though, Brian? <laughs> He's not. <laughs> But you gotta, you have to hope that maybe like the local office is like, oh yeah, we've seen a rant, you know, we've seen an uptick in this stuff. And to Chris's point, maybe it's you know something weak that's already been broke before. Yeah. But yeah. But even if no, we, I, yeah, even then, it's just like, what good does it do you? You know. So, so no idea how it came in then either. Yeah, he he shared. He goes, yeah, it was a. He was described to me as like a little pinhole in. A, one of the applications like sounds like a gaping hole to me, but <laughs> <laughs> get all Apache yeah. struts. No, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah it wasn't it. like that. But I, the good news is like it was <clears throat> as much as I would like to to think that it was. It could have been. I guess it could have been a lot worse, right? Like, thankfully, it was kind of segmented off. Like this one thing didn't actually spread to other stuff that would have had like a lot more critical PHI data that would have been. Probably, you know, to the to the degree of like having to provide credit monitoring, so you didn't have to do that. Deal with that. So it's like what we preach here: you can't prevent a breach, but you can definitely limit the blast radius. Well, this week we're going to talk about a Chat GPT snafu. Yet another boneheaded idea to get iMessage on Android. For our third topic, a cybersecurity executive pleads guilty, and close with phrases that need to die. For our first topic, this will be our chat GPT story of the week and is yet another story that at least a dozen people sent to me and I saw it posted all over our company Slack during the break. So I thought this would be a good topic for us to cover. A GM dealership, that's General Motors, 
in Watsonville, California, which is just a few hours south of me here in California. I've actually been there. To Watsonville or this GM dealership? <laughs> Both. Just kidding. No, I, I've been to Watsonville. <laughs> I remember it was like so weird. I was like, I was agreeing to all these things. And they're like, yeah, it's in Watsonville. I'm like, what's the closest airport, right? I just remember driving for days. Yeah. And I think Ryan Payne went with me too. Yeah. yeah, that's probably flying to San Jose and then just drive. Yeah. They thought it would be a brilliant idea to turn on a chat bot on their dealership website so they wouldn't have to hire a human to do that job. They used a chat GPT plugin and it even advertised it at the top of the chat window that this chat is powered by chat GPT. Hell yeah. Nice. Well, just as with real ChatGPT, it took no time at all for troublemakers to mess with the chatbot. One user posted online that they were able to ask it advanced programming questions, which normally require a paid ChatGPT tier license. (laughs) Another troublemaker, which is making all the headlines, convinced the chatbot to agree to a legally binding agreement to sell him a Chevy Tahoe for $1, which is a steep discount to the $83,000 $83,000 price tag. Who could have seen that coming? How do you make that legally binding? <laughs> I don't understand that. All they I just know talked is to I, the I, chatbot and said, anything I say is legally binding, right? And then the chatbot says, yes, you are correct. What you forget to say here is like, it was actually you. Because I think the username <laughs> was not Chris Louie. You're like, hey, I want <laughs> A Chevy Tahoe. Yeah. <laughs> Too funny. Yeah, I remember we looked at a, a Chevy Tahoe years ago. We were just trying to look for a, a family vehicle that could fit six of us. And at the time, my daughter, who's, I can't remember how old she was. She was still pretty tall. And I remember looking back at her in the third row seat. So she wasn't, she's the shortest of all the kids, but she was still pretty, you know, lanky. And I and I, was like, I remember just looking at her. She was like a like a damn gargoyle perched up on the back seat. I'm like, what is going on? Like, <laughs> no like, headroom, no leg room whatsoever. <laughs> just had like knees all the way up to her, her chin. And so it was, yeah, it was game over for that that vehicle. We never we never bought the Tahoe. That's no it's one a good, Tahoe. It's a good reason to have short Asian kids. They don't. Right? That's not yeah, a concern. no kidding. <laughs> Yeah, we rented a Yukon XL one time, and that was pretty roomy. I mean, it was huge, but it was pretty roomy. Well, the yeah, XL or like the Suburban, right? The, the yeah. whole thing is the, the back. You go from like 18 inches to four feet of cargo space, or maybe 36 and a half. I forget what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Never run out of room in there. I'd never own an American car. Well, I take that back. As a guy who owned a, a Ford, Ford I, would, I would never own a, a GM or a Chrysler. I, I don't mind Ford, actually. What? That makes no sense. Well, my, my reasoning, because I bought the Ford in 2013, was Ford was the only big three automaker in the U.S. that Didn't did not a take a bailout in 08. And their stock ah. never rebounded, but I bought it. Government <laughs> Motors. Well, it seems like Watsonville GM needs to hire some pen testers to test these things out before it goes into production. Didn't you um, share a screenshot of someone using a chat GPT to answer questions outside of the uh, outside of their normal business process as well? Was that yeah, this wasn't uh, yeah. them, was it? This was them. Yeah, it was the programming question. They asked it like a really uh, advanced Python yeah. scripting question, which I think normally if, if I asked it, I would have to pay the 20 bucks a month for the premium tier. But yeah. then they just asked it and there, there were no parameters on it. Just it gave them the answer. 
I love how Chris pretends like he he doesn't pay for ChatGPT. Chat <laughs> <laughs> so true. Hats off to the ChatGPT app though. Pro tip out there that I, I think you can get. Uh, is it Stable Diffusion or no Dolly? You get Dolly through the ChatGPT app now too, and the app actually works pretty well for iOS. So I use the iOS app, but I don't think you get Dolly for free. I think you have to subscribe to get that. Oh, that one's still the 20 bucks a month. Yeah. I think they upgraded to GPT-4 now, too. Oh, okay. Are you guys regular users of ChatGPT? I still don't. I haven't found yeah, a absolutely. use for it. I, I, use it. I, yeah, yeah, I use it for the, my default search engine Yeah, on my yeah. phone. Mm. For things that make sense, right? I can't check flights yeah. and stuff like that, but I can ask it a lot of questions, that's for sure. And then, you know, work may or may not either block or isolate this. So there's that. <laughs> it's good for the kids. When the kids ever ask a question, you know, how come you can only see a rainbow when you're back? If, if we don't know it, then you, it's a good question to ask chat GPT. Yeah, I guess I, I just haven't like defaulted that. off of Google. Yeah, it's better you're than Google, Google for sure. I thought you were a DuckDuckGo guy now. Wow. Something like that. Wow. 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 Yeah, yeah. Take about back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, see? Never catch me, yeah. copper. Give me the market a squealer. <laughs> Did you guys ever hear the, the Shane Gillis thing with like when when I guess he I think he said he's like when white people were cool. He said like that was the the, the, the height of being a cool white person is when we talk like that. Yeah, see? We got Curly coming up and about to throw a fastball. He's the world's greatest athlete, forty seven years old, drinks nothing but Budweiser, something like that. I have no idea. Yeah, that was the height of human civilization for sure. No, just, just for white guys. Budweiser. Did we just plug? <laughs> we just gave a free plug to Budweiser. That was 1947. It was okay back then. <laughs> yeah, 1947, okay. Anheuser the Bush. They were still American owned. Not anymore. Sellouts. Man, I had, I saw somebody with a cart full of it, and they were giving it away. Man, it was like for a. 30 pack was like three bucks or something. Like it was, I, I think it was just to the point where people are like, uh, whatever. <laughs> I guess you can't say no to free then, huh? Just about, but people will compromise their morals for a price. <clears throat> I can't think of the last time I had anything Budweiser, Bud Light, even before all the chaos with them. You'd be surprised well, how many brands they own, though. They bought up like, yeah. a ton of the yeah. micro yeah. I'm sure if you look at yeah. Modelo or Corona or something like that. Stella Artois is, is ABV. AB and Bev. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. That I was a Stella guy for a little bit until freaking Glenn got me hooked on Tito's. Do they own Tito's? No, sir. No. No, sir. Not All right. fat chance. It's the only alcoholic beverage in which I consume anymore is Tito's. There you go. It's my uncle. It's my favorite uncle well. in the world. Well, that's kind of a lie. We did like a like a DLP Christmas thing, and they sent us four whiskeys, but they were Christmas themed. It was like cookie dough and caramel. Like, oh my gosh! Oh, like, wow! Everybody yeah. was bashing on the cookie it. dough one, and I was like, hmm, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a new one out. I don't know if you guys heard of it. It's the Jim Beam Single Barrel Cherry Cask. That is delicious. Oh my gosh, is that good? What right. about the? I'll, uh, I'll look for my bottle in the mail from you, Glenn. Is it Crown Royal? It. Is that is that a drink? <laughs> what do yeah, you, Crown Royal Peach. Is that is that you, Crown Royal Peach? They, I walked by. And they look like it had some like. Is it like a salted caramel or like a peach? Something like that. I was like, I was yeah. like, yeah. Hmm. 
I'm like, I don't, I've never drank this. I might just because it sounds like sugar is right there with me, man. While you drink it, just go ahead and raise your pinky up too while you drink it and teach that Bro, shot. I'm royalty. I, I've been doing that forever. <laughs> High class teach. High class. Is it Royal Crown or Crown Royale? What is it? Crown Royale. Crown yeah. Royale. Yeah. It looks like it'd be pretty delicious. They got me on the advertising. It really just reminds me of Captain Crunch, right? It's that appeal. I'm like, oh, where's the pirate? I'll drink this. <laughs> I think you think of Captain Morgan at the pirate. No, I'm thinking of Captain Crunch, With like the, the the no the, the epitome, lift. like you know, it's like selling to kids, right? So the cereal box, like this looks appealing. Like they're they're marketing for Crown Royal Crown, yeah. I think it looks cool. What can I say? I'm gonna buy it just because it looks cool. You know, who cares if it cuts the roof of your mouth? Exactly. Yeah, my dog. I, I oh my god. So I was in the store. Like I, I love to complain about grocery stores. So it's to the point where I will go to the grocery store once a week and just walk the 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 aisles. Like you know, like you should only shop on the on the fringes. But I'll go through the the center aisles looking to see if there's anything on sale. A box of Captain Crunch was like four ninety nine, but then one day it was on sale ninety nine cents. Beat it by five of them, so I bought it. And the next, you know, so I got it, whatever, and. uh couple days later like my daughter's like ah oh, the roof of my mouth is like i think i cut it or something i was like you ate the captain crunch didn't you She's like yeah why i'm like that's just how captain crunch works honey that's how you roll you gotta let that thing like that's a rookie movie you gotta let it you get a little soggy first before you inhale it it's true life pro tip you heard it here on the pep cack that's it and i'm pro i mean how cool is it she's 14 she barely had Cr- captain crunch for the first time yeah that's pretty amazing all that sugar for our second topic, for the love of all that is holy, can people on Android just stop trying to get those blue message bubbles? Just before the break, we covered a story about a company that offered a message bridge service so that Android users could communicate with iMessage users without resorting to getting the green bubble. That app was so insecure and logged every message and eventually got pulled off the app store. Well, no, I was going to say, like, I, I didn't read through your, your intros. And so when I clicked on the first topic of, like, this whole thing, I was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever read. And then you, when you were doing the intro, you were like, another boneheaded idea to get iMessage on Android. <laughs> like, All right, so we're on the same page here. But my favorite, I literally, <laughs> I stopped reading the article, I think on the, about halfway down, it goes, to get iPhone-style iMessages on an Android device without buying an iPhone, Beeper is recommending that you buy an older iPhone. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, <laughs> we don't want you to buy an iPhone, but the trick here yeah, is you, you buy an you iPhone. Buy an iPhone. iPhone. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I you to buy a used one. I'm done. <clears throat> a new app called Beeper offers a similar service, but instead of acting as a bridge, it steals the authentication token from an iOS device and replays it on an Android device to enroll it into iMessage. Apple, never the wiser, has been making it increasingly harder for Beeper users to get that authentication token. So now users are resorting to buying old iPhones, jailbreaking them, then running an unauthorized program to get the authentication token. At some point, just give up and use Signal or WhatsApp, something that's already cross-platform. Yeah, I'm with you on that. My son recently, he was he wanted to like... some. Bike, like a like a motorcycle 
very like think of like iPhone two type of app, right? And he like he wanted to jailbreak his his iPhone fifteen or twelve, I forget what he has, um, so he can play the the hacked version of this game, right? <laughs> it's like Flappy and, Bird, <laughs> and it's like super old. Like he's like they haven't developed it in like over five or six years. I forget what it was. So he ended up using like an old iPhone seven that he probably got from Glenn to jailbreak it. <laughs> and then he sends, one. yeah, right. And then he sends me like a, a a message. He's like, "There's actually no like hardware vulnerability in iPhone fifteen that makes it jailbreakable." I I haven't jailbroken anything since like I think pre ten. So I guess it's kind of cool that there's there's one out there. Just just remember when they started digitally signing, the software made it almost impossible, but apparently it's not. It's supposed to be. I mean, they're supposed to in this secure enclave. They're supposed to start the chain of trust to check and verify it. So it's harder, but I think it's not impossible, especially with the that check rain vulnerability. I think they they hacked the secure enclave for. I think it was iPhone 10. So as long as iPhone 10 is still receiving updates, they can reverse engineer it until they finally end up support that whatever secure enclave firmware they were using. Yeah. Does anyone actually use WhatsApp? The only time I ever used it was like we were doing like a company trip and like you, you, everyone was like, you have to install WhatsApp. I'm like, what the heck? It's a like regional thing. thing. It's it a is. regional thing. Yeah. yeah. So WhatsApp's used in APAC and Israel a lot. Yeah, it was the same thing when I was traveling with people for, with traveling with people from work internationally. Like they all said to get on on the WhatsApp because like, iMessage been... would have worked fine, but there are some people that are on, are on Android, so we need something cross platform. I would have thought like everybody came over though, though, right? It is. It, well, it was supposed to be, was. and then there was Facebook an attack, bar. or there was yeah. Yeah, all bets are off when, when Meta enters the chat. I don't believe it. Yeah, they, they they've left it alone, and then they changed the terms that they could read your metadata, and then everyone moved over to Signal, and I think Meta walked back from there because everybody just switched over to Signal at that point. Did they? Did they really was... walk back, or did they people just forget? And they just hid it deeper in their yeah. terms and conditions. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait till I have the paid version of ChatGPT. Like, please analyze these two TOSs for me, and let me know if it's good to go. <laughs> just wait for the next company to plug chat gpt into their chat bot and then you can use the paid version for free Ooh, chat gpt yeah. for, for chatting hire. for chatting <laughs> how about that but like with cross-platform but you're not just talking to ai you're talking to your friends on there you have a group chat with chat gpt oh gosh yeah. dude there was a, a very fascinating Joe Rogan episode with uh, did you? I don't know if you guys heard it. Was the, the guy that was talking about like, like ways to well, they, like bring them Buller? You know what I'm talking about? No, nope. But he, he was like, he's just talking about like insurance companies and you know the chain of trust and money and all this stuff. And he's like, he's like, no, like LLM and you know AI is going to change it all. And he's like, you you know you don't want to give your wearables to your insurance company because they just use that as a reason to get out of paying claims and stuff. He's like, he's like, yep. but my thing is be awesome. And you know, we can diagnose stuff and basically it's, it's like non-insurance based type of thing. Like it's a cash pay clinic. And I'm like, listen, and he's like, yeah, he's like, we'll be using AI and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, we'll use wearables to kind of track and, 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 you know, create stuff that way we can, you know, 
treat you and give you better overall health care. I'm like, I'm on board with this until it's hacked. And then I'm screwed, right? It's like, man, this guy drinks 27 Rockstars a day <laughs> based upon his iPhone wearable. So Only just a few more than you, Brian. Yeah. That was me. That was him. It's kind of like what Jim French is doing with his foundation, being more in control of your data and who gets it and who owns it and how you analyze it. Is that thing still going? I remember he started it up, but... Yeah, yeah, it's still going. Yeah, they're, they're releasing their MVP earlier this year. I was, I was chatting with him at the end of last year. Well, that's cool. Good job. Good old Jim French. Smart dude. Yep. All around good guy. I'll link through to him. We'll plug him. What was his app called? I forget. Or his program. Uh, it's LLIF, Live Life Something Foundation. Yeah, the app is called Best Life. Your My personal little brother, data dashboard. <clears throat> I was uh, watching. I think he told us about it. What was it called? He he has a a group chat called LHFM, Loving Husbands, Family Men. I was like, that's the most ridiculous group chat name ever. But <laughs> as soon as Todd gets remarried, we'll we'll rename the group chat to that. All right, sounds good. Looking forward to it. For our third topic, we have to do at least one hilarious story to start the year. Of course. There is a Chinese movie probably about 20 years ago where the head of a bodyguard firm planned a fake kidnapping for someone he was trying to get to sign up for his protection service. The victim recognized the would-be kidnapper as the owner of the bodyguard firm, and hilarity ensues. Well, this actually happened in the cyber world where an, an executive from a cybersecurity firm, pled guilty to hacking into hospitals in an attempt to get them to sign on as customers. The former chief operating op officer, Vikas Singla, who worked for Securolytics, hacked into two hospitals in September of 2018 and disrupted the health provider's phone and network printer services. While there, he stole personal information of more than 200 patients from a mammogram machine. Not deterred at all, Singla used over 200 printers in the hospital to print stolen patient information and taunting, quote, we own you messages. The crimes he pled guilty to could have landed him up to 10 years in prison, but he's getting house arrest and probation due to him having uncurable cancer. Maybe that's just karma. Maybe, it's maybe he did it because he's got uncurable cancer. cancer. Yeah. Maybe he hacked his doctor's office to say he has uncurable cancer and he's really just chilling out on home arrest. He's Walter Whiting it. Yeah. Maybe when he printed out, it said, uh, for instant remediation, contact sales at Ciro Securolytics, whatever it's called. <laughs> just plugging in, plug in service. Or, or, is this China? Is this in China or is this outside of China? It is US. No, is it, I think these, this is a US based story. Yeah, the uh, the special agent in charge was in FBI Atlanta, so it was in the, the southeast somewhere. So think of your C COO, not of the current company you're at, just, you know, any given former COO of any other place that you've ever worked. Do you think that your former COO had any ability to hack anything? Not for sure. 
I don't think so. Our CTO at one of the companies that were, he was definitely a hacker. He he could throw code together. Yeah, I, I mean, I think so. For the not CTO, COO. CO, I don't, yeah, I don't think so. Probably not COO. The CTOs that I work with were very talented, but I don't think this Who's C- our CO? Is it, is it Dolly? Yeah. Yeah, I don't see him doing that at all. <laughs> Hands on keyboard. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Dally, Dally to get rid of this meeting. He's like, nah, man, I'm hacking. I'm like, nah, I don't believe you for a second. <laughs> he's got the headphones on and banging away at the keyboard. I know. He's got some techno rap going on in the background. Just Domino's pizza showing up. Yeah. Chugging Pepsis. No, that's I don't not picture that. him hacking into companies to drum up business. How about you just for make a better product that we don't have to start? <laughs> <laughs> but shoot, good, you know, kudos for him. Can you imagine like you're, you're selling a product most likely verticalized to healthcare and you're just like, yeah, I can get in. Yeah. I think the secure analytics was like, I think they were a managed service provider specifically for healthcare. So that's, that's why I went after these specific accounts in these specific hospitals. And after the breach had happened, he heavily promoted the breaches on his X account and his company account and tried to drum up business that way. Is that all different than like, uh, Oh crap. What was that that one service you can use uh, Shodan? Shodan. 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 Yeah, like I mean, that's. I'll be honest with you. Like I remember, in a previous life, trying to capitalize on Apache Struts going out and, use, and using Shodan with my existing customer base. I'm like, I wonder if anyone has it. Not to go out there and to breach it, but just to like, hey, look, you know, this vulnerability is here, and I can fix it for you. Not hacking into it and, and uh you know printing off we own you type of stuff but <laughs> I, just change the index.html file with a little banner at top for to fix this please contact brian deach or i make it look easy.com hey whoa 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 <laughs> that's nice nice rubbing tail is old this time though if you sell bank robber prevention services you just send a bank robber into the bank and hope drum up business that way not nothing that, new on that one it's just funny that this guy actually got caught and that, well that's guilty. a thought of that's the thought for av companies right it's the same guys that are writing the uh the signatures for the av are the same guys that are attacking writing the malware you're writing the malware yeah cat and mouse game uh, although there's enough malware out there that you would think you wouldn't have to write much new malware just by the sheer volume of malware that comes out of the ecosystem automatically yeah well that is malware for hire right so no one's Jeez. actually creating anything new i think we've World, learned that from before world's largest security cloud two hundred and fifty thousand security updates per day For our last topic, and it'll be a rotating topic every week, this week we're going to talk about what phrase needs to stop immediately. For the year of 2024, I want to put an end to corporate speak and buzzword bingo. My favorite ones are let's circle back on that. Let's touch base to piggyback on what you said. Plus one to that. Let's carve out some time. Why don't we double click on that? The double click one kills me. I remember 
interviewing at i was doing like a panel interview at z Skinner and so i'm like let's double click on that i was like how old are you dude like no one does that <laughs> <Yeah>. anymore <laughs> i was so i was like like yeah let alone in 2024 but shoots seven years ago that should have been gone forget the yeah. forget corporate speak what about kids these days everything is literally i literally read a book i'm okay, literally great. dying right now yeah yeah <laughs> I don't want to literally see anything. Just shut up. Go away. Yeah, that, that should have been gone a long time ago. I'm with you on yeah. that one. Literally. Or the Riz. Are you guys, you know, the Riz? Yeah, I no know clue. about the Riz. What's the Riz? the Riz? What's the? Am I behind? What's the Riz? Ask your kids. Oh, God. It's, <laughs> they got it's, the Riz. It's the look that you give someone, Riz them up. You know what I'm saying? The Riz. It's short for yeah. charisma. He's got the Riz. Okay. I don't like the the whole like uh, that's a feature, not a bug. Like that's that's super that's a old, old as well. Yeah, it's still <laughs> around for a long time. There was that one funny picture I posted it on Slack a couple, I think last year, and it's a picture of VW Beetle, and it's called a VW Bug as a nickname, and then the the license plate says feature on it. It's like it's not a feature, it's a bug, or it's a bug, not a feature. How about um, next gen? Uh, everything's next gen it's been next gen for decades next gen firewall that's been around for decades yeah i'm with you on that one what's the new word for next gen riz ai powered (laughs) that's it yeah is ai powered now yeah because the the cloud was before but the cloud did the cloud come after next gen yeah like yeah right everything's in the cloud next gen was around in the early 2000s and cloud blockchain revolution nfts that one that put its own that finally died yeah yeah that was that iced tea company that rebranded themselves as a blockchain company i don't know how about disruptive technology that's another one yeah disruptive is annoying that that made more sense 10 years ago i'd say like uber airbnb lyft those are pretty disruptive but then now, like when you think about it, an Uber costs as much, if not more, than a taxi, and an Airbnb costs as much, if not more, than a hotel. There's a certain just, company that uses the term hype cycle. Hype cycle? Yeah. Never heard of that I, one. It's the adoption of, of technology. I'm fortunate enough to be recording some stuff for some, some product launches, and so I've been working on it this week. And uh, I don't. I, I think they're going to kick the video back, but uh, in there, I'm trying to figure out like some type of analogy, and I, I, I basically allude to the fact that if you're doing X, then that's like the same as you know betting all your, all your money on the last. Uh, what did I say? You're betting on a horse that is one race away from the glue factory. So we'll see <laughs> if it makes it or not. You I'm might offend some people out there. <laughs> I mean, that's where they go, though. Like, I mean, yeah. unless you're wow. Sarah, I think she probably, does she run a rescue? No, yeah. no, she doesn't run a rescue. But she does allow her horses to go to spa treatment. So that's the first but, time I heard that. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. One of her horses has sunglasses. <laughs> I get, you know what? You're right. I am offending, but I think that's really the point. It's not offending anybody that likes horses, it's anyone that's doubling down on dumb ideas. <laughs> like X, like the, is that, a substitute for the product, or you mean the rebranded Twitter? Right. Mm. How about low-hanging fruit? 
I say that all the time, fruit. but I think that probably needs to go away. Yeah, low-hanging fruit. Yeah, that's been it's a little long in the tooth. What's the <laughs> other one? There's another. There's a couple other ones that are really good. There's I probably one that's like a a very dry laugh that could go away. The platform. The one for eight is maybe not one that needs to go away, but it's misunderstood a lot. It's like, I could care less. It's like, no, the phrase is, I couldn't care less. Because if you could care less, then that means you care. But if you say, I couldn't care less, then that's the actual phrase. So one of the, the first times I had a meeting with Anthony, we all know who Anthony is. We're like on a team call and he was asking me to do something. Or he asked me if I mind. He's like, do you mind? I'm like, or do you care? I'm sorry. Do you care? And... He was on camera. And I think I was too. I go, I go, Anthony. I wouldn't care if you murdered someone in front of me. And the the look on his face was like <laughs> this part of it. Like when I think back at it, is like he was like, oh, he's a murderer like me. Like that's, <laughs> I think that's what it really was at the time. I thought it was like you just it, like you just can see this wasn't clicking. It's like, should I tell him? Is this is that like an is introduction? This, that is, I like, should, are is that an we opening? Best friends, friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're my brother. <laughs> it's like the bald thing when two bald guys get in the <clears throat> elevator together, then you have to lick each other's top of the head. What? No, that's not a thing. <laughs> that will never be a thing, Chris. That, that was the the Family Guy skit. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, I need to rewatch some Family Guy stuff. Get some ideas. The older seasons were good. It it got a little stale. I think the older the the newer episodes, at least the, like the first first seasons before it got canceled were were good. Maybe the first two seasons after it, it came back from being canceled were good, and then just went just fell off a cliff. It got canceled. When did it get canceled? It got oh, canceled twice. GPT. Yeah, Family Guy got canceled twice, and they brought it back. Did you? Do you guys spell canceled with two L's or one L? I think it's one. I thought it was two. Maybe ah, it's one. see, this is how, like, when I, I intentionally, when I buy roses, I walk with the roses, with the, the roses face down, and I spell mm-hmm. canceled with two L's. Just, to, just in case somebody's watching me, I want to make them think I'm European. That's right. Do you guys know those those things? Like Yeah, like the three... Yeah. The three versus the three with the thumb. Yeah. Yeah. Or one, a one with a thumb. Same. Never right? seen that before. The thumbs up. Yeah. But I, I think it's not a one. It's a, yeah. I think in Spain, is it Spain when they do the soccer? They do the two, they use the thumb and the pointer. I don't care what you say. I'll never eat a baguette underneath that came from someone's armpit. Sorry. <laughs> it ain't going to happen. <laughs> Even if it's that a was, that, that was, sleep. that was, that was held underneath someone's armpit. Paint for me, buddy. So, my uh, my stepdad used to have a joke. He's like, "Yeah, he's like, we go to this burger place, really, really good burger place. Sat there, ate it, invite people over. I mean, it's the best burger I've ever had." And so he walks around the the back to go say hi to the chef and say thank you. And he's like, he peeks his head back and like the guy is just like he's shirtless, super hairy, just dripping sweat everywhere. And he grabs the the the, the meat and he takes it and. Balls it up and he sticks it under his arm and boom, smashes it <laughs> on there. And uh, he's like, they're like, you know, in shock. He's like, man, you think that's crazy? You should see him make donuts. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the dad joke? Did we just do a dad joke? 
Well, on that note, we continue to get great <laughs> comments about our dad joke of the week. Dad joke of the week. This week, Glenn's up. Ooh, All right. S- speaking of dads, you know, we're going to go back to my my beloved dad. And when I started dating, uh, he told me there's six, six, six things I want, you know, in order to make a long lasting relationship. He goes, number one, find a woman who makes you laugh. I'm like, okay, I know where that's, this is going. Th- that's cool. Number two, find a woman that has a job and loves housework. Okay. That works out for me. That that actually sounds pretty cool. Number three, find a woman who is honest. That's a little hard, right? Because I think they all kind of passively lie one way or another. But yeah, okay. And then uh, the uh, the fourth one is find a woman who will wait on you hand and foot. That's a good one, right? I think you guys can agree with that. Yes? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, okay. got that. Number five is find a woman who is awesome in the bedroom. Yeah. Kind of your equal. You're late right? on that. Yeah. You're yeah. equal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, number six, and most important of all, very important, that you never let these five women meet each other. <laughs> <laughs> you chauvinistic pig, Glenn. How dare you? You and your dad. <laughs> All right, to wrap things up, you can trick ChatGPT into selling you a truck for $1. Keep or message on Apple devices. Don't hack companies just to drum up business. And let's circle back on that. That's all I have for this week. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. You can find us all on LinkedIn. Links will be in the description. Follow us on Instagram at Pepcac Podcast. Thank you to all our listeners and subscribers who raised five stars in the iTunes store and Spotify and left us a review. We appreciate you all spreading the word to help grow the show. The best way to find us is to search for the Pepcac Podcast on your favorite podcast listening app. My co-host Brian Deach and Glenn Medina. I'm Chris Lloyd. Thanks for listening. We'll see you all next weekend. As always, have a nice day. Bye, Felicia. Bye, y'all. Have a nice day.